hamster with a blunt penknife and do it quicker. Welcome back to A Hamster with a Blunt Penknife, the Doctor Who commentary podcast. It is my great pleasure today to introduce to somebody I've been trying to get on this thing for a long time. You know, I've been I've been spinning my wheels trying to get this guy involved. The <laughs> lovely Mr. Jim Allen B. Say hello, Jim. Hello, Jim. Oh, well done. First time out of the gate. Thank you very much. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm okay, yeah. Not too bad, yeah. You've just doing, been for a run, haven't you? I have, yeah, a couple of hours ago, yeah. It's very cold out there today. Very cold. I've just sat on the sofa all day, you know, and felt that I don't feel bad about that at all. <laughs> there was a very intriguing series of selfies on Twitter this morning, you know, between you and me, Lucy McCall, and it was like the, the ham fam all coming together at 5 a.m. Yeah, this yeah, I kind of... Um, you instigated that. that. Down, you yeah. did. <laughs> It was very. Everyone else was going to work. I was just there tapping away at four thirty in the morning because <laughs> you know everyone needs to hear my opinion <laughs> as usual. Jim, this is your first time doing an episode of Hamster. I'm so pleased mm -hmm. to have you. Um, may I ask you a few questions straight off the bat? Yes, of course, no problem. Okay, well, I already know the answer to the first one because you just told me off mic okay. during our mini rehearsal. However, uh, today we are going to be watching Utopia. Mm -hmm. and a couple of thoughts initially before we go in what you think of it and what you think of series three in general okay okay so series three i believe for me it's my personal favorite of russell's series that he did um and it's absolutely my favorite tenant series i think um it, people tend to go for series four and i do think that that is when everything comes together. I think everybody's on top of the game in series four and Catherine Tate, David oh, Tennant, absolutely fantastic amazing. together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, but there is something about series three. Um, I don't know if it's because we've, we've lost the, we've lost Billy Piper and it feels fresh. Have you been talking uh, to Fraser Gregory? All right, he's not keen. <laughs> he's not keen on Billy Piper. <laughs> oh, I absolutely, I love Billy Piper, but I preferred her with Eccleston. Although I think the public preferred her with Tennant. I think yeah. that's when it hit it off with the public. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is, I think this was a bit, a bit more of a test. I mean, it was a test bringing in Tennant after Eccleston, mm -hmm. um, but they passed with flying colours bringing a him risky in. risky move that that's that was as risky yeah. as bringing in trout and after Hartnell. yeah absolutely yeah it could have all gone horribly shame. wrong yeah um but it didn't and so this was really um another risky move because yeah. people had grown to love billy and david and together yeah and, yeah and and obviously chris as well so within within two to three years you've got an entirely different uh cast of of actors a new there. family exactly yeah new family, family new the, family the joneses i don't know i'm assuming you're a fan of martha's then Ma martha's family or or martha just martha in general martha, i do like yeah i love i love martha yeah i um i love her story arc that she goes through in this um you know i don't know I, I I think some a lot of us have been in that situation before where we the um, unrequited. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, uh, mate, more times yeah. than I care to remember. <laughs> <laughs> and you just you know, in the end, you just have to turn turn around and say, you know what, better than this. 
you know. Awesome. So, I am convinced that is still the best leaving scene it in is. the new series. It's so understated it and mm-hmm. so mature. And you've mm-hmm. been waiting for her to give him the two fingers all year. Yeah, he, yeah. In fact, he did, they have a bit of a moment over Rose in this one, don't they? The Doctor and Jack. Yeah, they do, yeah. Yeah, and mm. and I and and I I was sad that she'd left, um, because I was like, oh, she's just begun, you know, yeah. well, she's gone, she's gone already. So it was a bit, you know, I was a bit sad that she'd gone, um, because I I would have liked to have seen another series with her, um, and I know at the time there was, I believe, I don't know if there was, I don't know if it's just me misremembering, but I think there was talk of a move going into Torchwood, and she did some Torchwood episodes, didn't she? Three of those, um, yeah. Yeah, but, um, but I would have liked to have seen another full series with her. Um, I know, I wouldn't say giving her the Sontaran two-parter and the Doctor's daughter was, you know, an acceptable compromise for a whole season. No, no, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Would I be, okay, I'm going to, would I be on the money if i said that series one was like anything goes yeah mm-hmm. so that's exciting because they mm-hmm. basically they're they're feeling their way in and they're kind of doing stuff that they don't really do again and yeah. they find their formula at the same time series two is almost like the difficult second album yes. like how can it be as good as series one is it as good as series one? well that's entirely subjective in some ways they go bigger and bolder in other ways it's not quite as exciting mm-hmm. and four before Tenant ships that you've got like David Tennant and you've got Catherine Tate on their A game, and the storytelling is and like the arc storytelling and the stories themselves are bold and confident. But I think three is where they really found their confidence because I think in mm. Smith and Jones, I remember feeling okay, Rusty Davis is super comfortable here. He's mm-hmm. got what's her face from Dinner Ladies playing a vampire, sucking mm-hmm. blood out of someone's neck with a straw. <laughs> You know, while men in gimp masks go around doing her bidding, I, I, I thought, you know, <laughs> the show's on fire at this point. There yeah. is a, there's a, there's a, a, like a style and a confidence to three. Yeah, and I, and I even think like down to Murray Gold's music. I mm. think it it was back in the day when I was buying albums on CDs, and it was it was the Doctor Who soundtrack that I would always listen to. Series three, I think there's such a a variety of music on there um and i think murray is he's he's kind of i think he's really relaxed um at that point um during series three and i think in series four he maybe is a little bit it goes a little isn't it yeah yeah it, yeah, yeah that's yeah that's the oh, i'm gonna tell for, you yeah. how to feel jim this week all right yeah that's a, yeah yeah do you know what can i do it please because i was listening to it this week and there's one track i really like and i love singing the music do you mind yeah no 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 not at all the beginning bit of that, you know, the piano going, that was on the trailer, I remember, for Series 3. Now, man, I don't want to shit all over Chris Chibnall too much because, you know, I feel like marketing is not really his field. Boy, they knew how to market Doctor Who back when this was on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, they did. And, and, what was I? What was I humming earlier on? It was. It's the. They don't play it much in Will Utopia, it? but it's Will the. You sing it. It's, <laughs> it's the. Oh God, I don't know if we're going to do it. It's the. Yeah, It's that brilliant bit where she beams down onto the earth and all the toclophane. Yeah, cliffhanger. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man, what a time to be alive! Yeah. Seriously. Was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doctor Who was in it, zeitgeist. I swear it was. To God. It was absolutely. Well, what about this one then? What about Utopia? Utopia um, is it's one of those stories that I think it's. I think it's a. I think it's a fantastic story, but is it fantastic because of? the master or you know is it is it a story that could have survived without the master i don't think it could have done personally um but i think it's obviously the master that makes the story um it, it's, it definitely is what it's remembered yeah. for yeah. yeah it's what it's what it's remembered for because i think it, it, if you didn't have all that in it i don't know if it'd be the most exciting story in the world if it was just a about a bunch of humans going off into to space to find utopia and and then something happens in the next episode you know I, but with the master being in it i think, I think um, elevates it yeah i i don't disagree i think the what this does that has never really been done before is that the entire story is building up to that revelation mm -hmm. yeah and yeah. it kind of hoodwinks you in a brilliant way but you know what the amount of this is what really shocked me watching this was the amount of exposition and mm. continuity which rusty davis kind of shies away from quite a bit but mm -hmm. he's got to bring jack back and explain where yeah. he's been and why the doctor didn't go mm -hmm. after him they've got to yeah. tie out what happened with rose in doomsday mm -hmm. they've obviously got to set up the master using the watches from the family of blood yeah uh you know and, and but at the same time as dealing with all that stuff from the past this story is completely setting up what is to come which is mm -hmm. the master going off at the end of this story and the human yeah. race going to utopia which if you'll ask me is the darkest fucking twist they ever did mm. when they oh, tell yeah. you what happened to the human race when those little balls open up oh absolutely absolutely Terrifying. um i it's it i i think it's a very strong bit of writing and one thing that really kind of struck me was there is a lot of exposition in here but mm -hmm. there's a lot of energy as well yeah. and yeah. whenever the exposition is delivered there is something happening it's not yes. like a similar one that just stops and yeah. right we're going to tell you everything you need to know and then the plot can kick up again the plot's yeah. constantly moving in this yeah and the information just keeps coming and mm -hmm. it's a bit of skill i think yeah absolutely absolutely and i think it's it's also the i i was thinking about this earlier on and it's one of, it's one of the first stories that because we've always had the doctor the tardis dalek cybermen this is the first for me the first story which starts to delve back slightly more into the into the show's yeah. past because not everybody not the general public really know about the master they they do they may have got an inkling of it but everybody knows daleks and doctor who go hand in hand this is the this is the the first time where they they they're taking not not a risk but they're taking a slightly deeper dip Diving back too. into the past yeah I remember in the Radio Times that dreadful journalist whose name I can't remember now. It's Alison something. Yeah. Do you know I what I mean? <laughs> yeah. She really didn't like this at all. I think she was. No. She only sort of knew the new series. Whereas I think all the fanboys out there. This I remember this aired on my birthday, right? And I was at a dinner, and I said to guys, "Sorry, we've got to wrap this up. I don't care if there's a cake coming out. I need to get home and see Doctor Who. I think something's <laughs> happening tonight." And I do. I told them all to piss off home so I could go home and watch Doctor Who. I'll tell you what. The best birthday present I've ever had. I was so excited <laughs> when he turned oh, around and did his party oh, piece. Uh, Derek Jacoby. I know, just I know. so good, so That's, good. And and did we did we know that this was going to happen? Did we know that the master was? Because I I I, I, didn't. I don't remember if I'm remembering false memories 
Um, I, I'd heard a rumour, um, but it was around about the same time that we got the rumours of um, Ben Kingsley being Davros. And, and it's like, do you believe it or do you not believe it? So <laughs> I still believe that's going to happen, you know. So no, no. <laughs> uh, um, well, I mean, I had a double whammy that year, the macra. Oh, I nearly came in my mm -hmm. pants when the macro appeared, honestly. <laughs> and then when Derek Jacoby, Derek Jacoby, for mm -hmm. God's sakes, turns out to be the master. Mm -hmm. I love my chair with excitement. <laughs> oh, I keep saying, what a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, should we go in and watch this thing? Yes. Yeah, let's, okay. um, let me just get myself queued up. I do us the honours mm -hmm. of counting us in. Okay. Bear with me. You know, you've, got, uh, okay. you've, you've got Amazon parcel behind you there on that wardrobe. I'm desperate to know what it is. Uh, actually, it's uh, Big Finish CDs. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, well, do you know yeah. what? I just, just happened to have another podcast, you know, about... No, anyway, enough of that. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, <laughs> count us in. Okay, in five, four, three, two, one, go. Well, we go. Oh, good, I've got the sound on. Sorry. <laughs> my Cardiff. Well. Cardiff. We're in Cardiff. And of course, following on sort of directly from the end of series one of Torchwood. Did you well. watch Torchwood? Were you... I did, yeah. Um, I did watch it. Um, you paused then for a second. I feel like you didn't like it too much. I liked it. I liked some of it. It was it was a little bit um I wasn't it wasn't what I was expecting. Um I was a bit surprised um at the the um the adult content um within it um now adult, probably, in inverted commas yeah <laughs> she's that cyber sex yeah. woman and the sex gas cloud and, oh, so yeah what, yeah what am i watching yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was a bit I, I enjoyed aspects of it and i enjoyed i enjoyed the second series more I did too. Um, yeah. Do you, do you think and, they, they ironed out some of the kinks of the characters in the second year? Yeah, definitely. I think they made them a lot more likable. Oh, um, and then killed especially. most of them off. Well, yeah, <laughs> I know, they killed off lovely Tosh. I know, I know, I love Honestly. Tosh. Absolutely love yeah, her. Have you heard her on the Big Finish audios? She's terrific. No, oh, no, I've never listened to the Big Finish nice. audios. There's a lot of Big Finish I need to listen to. Do you think, okay, I'm going to hit you with a question straight mm -hmm. off. Do you think then, because Torchwood has slightly adult content, that seeing Torchwood and Doctor Who sort of weaving them in together, because it's almost encouraging kids to go off and watch it, responsible uh well it's interesting because i think when series two of torchwood came out they um they did some cut down versions of them and showed i'm sure they showed them on bbc2 on like friday nights um where they some of the more certain yeah ah, okay so i think it was near enough impossible for them to do any kind of cut down versions from series one but I, I'm pretty certain they did some cut down versions on Do you know what? Two Series Two. I think I prefer to watch those versions. Yeah, of all the <laughs> yeah. sex and swearing taken out. Yeah, and I, I don't know if they did that bit too to kind of in case kids did watch it because maybe they had the plan to mm. you know eventually merge them together at the end of Series and Four. They brought in the Sarah Jane Adventures, and we didn't mm -hmm. have to worry about the kids after that. They were in yes. a, a safe pair of hands with Elizabeth yeah. Slater. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And can I ask you, do you think there's anything finer than a quarry at night? Oh, Talk about this being like classic Doctor Who. I know, I know. And is this, uh, was this the first planet that we really go to, or have we visited a planet oh, before? Uh, 
I know we, be, you know, we it may have be. seen glimpses. I know we went to in uh, the Satan pit. We were on a we were on an, was an asteroid. asteroid. We on, yeah. yeah. Oh, in Army of Ghosts, they're standing on an alien planet in like a two second clip with these yeah. things flying about, looking very beautiful. But yeah. I think you might be right. Yeah, it was something I was thinking about earlier on. And I it's very cute. Check, but... They've gone back to the old methods, haven't they? Let's do a quarry. Apparently, <laughs> Rusty Davis was saying in the commentary, he went, oh, he goes, every time I see that quarry, I cringe. And David Tennant's <laughs> going, why? He goes, you know, we're both classic Doctor Who fans. He goes, I oh, know. He goes, but we should be better than this now. You know, <laughs> and, and they're just not. And Can't get a quarry, one... though. One other tiny bit of trivia. I promise I will not keep jumping back to the commentary. <laughs> it's so funny. I've got to tell you that they were desperate to um, have John Barrowman clinging onto the TARDIS in the title <laughs> sequence, but they said because they didn't have time to do it. Uh, that's why they put in the sort of the Mad Max oh, human beings yeah, in before, before that. The titles. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have cut if just him clinging on. <laughs> I mean, that would have been great, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, Jim, uh, Derek Jacoby is here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the best turns. Yeah, yeah. You, you've, you've, he's wonderful, isn't he? I mean, and to play two separate characters, basically, in, in the episode and one to be so lovable. Yeah. And then to be, you know, to be completely changed in, into such a different person. I can only think of one other actor that has done that as accomplished and that is Sasha Dewan in Spyfall mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and it's exactly I mean you know talk about cherry picking the past yeah. it's exactly the same thing but it's done yeah. extremely well oh Once absolutely again. yeah have you seen yeah. Jacoby in anything else uh I saw him an episode of Inside Number Nine was it last oh, year yeah, I he was in. um I feel I must have seen him in other things as well um I've never seen um I was about to say up Pompeii then. It's not that's not the one, is it? What was the one he was in? The really famous Icon, one. Thank you very much. Yeah, I can't believe like, I just said up yeah. Pompeii. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's Frankie Howard, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but I will Frankie say Howard, this. Uh, yeah. His um his performances in the War Master Big Finish box sets. I mean, we were denied a fantastic master. You see, I've I've heard that so many times, um, and I'm really tempted to dip into those mm. because, um, yeah, because um, <coughs> I mean, I've 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 got a bit of a love hate thing with Big Finish. I absolutely love them. I think that's perfectly natural. But I I can't keep up with what they're releasing at the no, moment. Well, and it's no like, one what can. Do I, what do I listen to? What do What do I leave? What do I, you know? So, um, but. <laughs> The choice is now, Jim, is whether you feed yourself or buy every big finished box set each month. Exactly. You know, is that? <laughs> Sorry, I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very tempted to to dip into the um, Jacoby uh, Master box sets. Well, we'll talk. I'll, I'll give you a couple of recommendations. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, and I'll let you know when they're going cheap as well. I've got a few contacts. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, dare I mention John Barrowman? Are we allowed to talk about John Barrowman anymore? Yeah, I think we can. I think okay. we can. Um, it's a bit of a difficult one, isn't it? Because I love, I absolutely love Jack. I um, do too. And I, the 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 pairing of pairing, um, the the TARDIS team of him and uh, Eccleston and Piper. I absolutely love that, and I would have loved to have seen more stories of those three. Um, and 
so I've always I've always really liked the character, um, regardless of we've never had anything much like it before, have we? Like a kind of no. sexy, sassy, no, no. bisexual <laughs> character, no. you know? No, who, it it was just... something. Sorry, go on. It was it was it was something that it was it was just something so new um, to the to the series. Um, <laughs> I remember at the time when Jack came into it. Um, it was just after. It was not long after. What did we we had? Did we have Adam? Um, That's in right. The Dalek in the long game. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. remember my mum at the time saying to me when Jack came into it, she was like, oh, "I preferred the other guy." Adam. Oh no! What? <laughs> the irony is he's been cancelled too. Yeah. <laughs> and Noel Clark series one Noel ain't Clark, doing too yeah. well, you know. No, Honestly. it's not. <laughs> Thank God, Christopher Eccleston's, you know, he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's on Twitter all the time, swearing his head off about the planet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I can kind of sum it up simply for me. Mm -hmm. And that is that John Barrowman plays Captain Jack. But Captain Jack is not John Barrowman. Yes. So I can separate yes. the actor and the character and enjoy yeah. the character. Yeah, I think you can. I think you can. So much... Uh, else goes into creating a character it's the performance yeah but it's also mm -hmm. the writing it's the director it's the chemistry of the other actors to discount all of that work and say well that mm -hmm. person's cancelled so you can't watch that anymore yeah what a load of nonsense yeah you can't you you know you've got to it's it's not right but it's yeah. there and it's again that's not john barrowman there <laughs> that's Captain well, Jack. i've been known to make a, a rude joke or two on this thing all right, but well, I do not get my thingy out every single time I'm talking to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a line, you know. Now this exactly. is a beautiful special effect of the conglomeration. Mm -hmm. And mm. that's what Rusty Davis says he wished the whole lot could look like, that they were walking mm. around that special effect. They could do it now. Yeah, yeah. Because you, know, I, I, you, never, you never really get the sense of the rest of that, do you, from this, from this episode. You, you, you see the quarry with with them in it and then you see the special effects shot but you never kind of get that kind of well, melding they, of it they do that power crawl thing where they're just at the bottom of the screen there <laughs> looking over the edge of the you know with the line sort of separating uh -huh. them uh -huh. and they kind of do it you know what in planet of the Ud as well when they go to the snow planet and you've got mm -hmm. sort of david tennant and Catherine tate in a quarry that's been sp sprayed with snow yeah. superimposed into this fabulous cgi landscape and don't get me wrong like i'm not gonna piss on those effects no, like, no. they're good effects but yeah like yeah television like progresses yeah so fast now oh i know i mean you, you know you only have to look at what the what they're making now um, in, with doctor who with um with jody's oh, uh latest beautiful. series and it's just you, you know you watch it and i'm just astonished at how it looks now it's you know it's absolutely fantastic in that flux season i just the imagery in that like mm. regardless of what anyone thinks of the storytelling the the visuals like the yeah the sort of the visual assault that you got in that yeah i think it was covid related as well because they couldn't go outside so much so they had to do these cgi landscapes and yeah things. but yeah boy oh boy it was impressive yeah and i i hope they i hope they keep with that same kind of visual when they when we move on to the the next era what's well, being done by bad wall productions and they create his dark materials and that is mm -hmm. i'd say even a cut above what doctor who's doing now yeah so yeah fingers crossed yeah yeah but do you know there's one thing that you can't that doesn't really age and that is bloody good direction mm -hmm. and this has got 
fucking momentum and energy yeah. and life, you know, in the performances, in how it's mm-hmm. shot. A Graham it's, Harper it's is Graham Harper, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's amazingly good. Yeah, I mean, look at this. This is just, you know, a bit bold as, running... to, as to say that you can't always tell who's directing a new series episode, but you can always tell when Graham Harper's directing yeah, a new series episode. Absolutely, absolutely. And so the last ten minutes of this, it's just frantic, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> like I know. When when I first when I first saw it. Um, and we got to those last ten minutes. I think I think it's the the first the first episode, maybe the only episode that actually I I I, I was nearly hyperventilating watching it. <laughs> I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, <laughs> I, I felt like that insane. in this one. I felt like that in Stolen Earth as well, when mm-hmm. that was ramping up towards the cliffhanger, and mm-hmm. in Waters of Mars in the last ten minutes as well. Yeah, yeah, he just does that sort of. Uh, pace that sort of building up of pace yeah yeah you feel it don't you you feel it's... you feel that kind of the, the tension kind of ramping up relentless well okay i'm going to go back to classic series again you've got mm-hmm. the last of humanity which feels like a very classic series but it's it's you know a handful of people that we see mm-hmm. <laughs> in two locations you know in mm-hmm. a tunnel and uh, and a going into a rocket mm-hmm. um and a weird looking alien I don't know. I always um, and I, I get the prosthetics. Prophetic? No. How do you say it? Prosthetics. Prosthetics. There you prosthetics, go. Yeah. I get that they're better. But I always think of her as a bit like Alpha Centauri. This weird-looking alien stuck in the middle of all this. <laughs> all these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I absolutely love her. She's she's a, and again she's one of those characters that um, Russell's created that she's you fall in love with her straight away. Like the professor, you fall in love with him straight away you fall in love with linda with a y straight away yeah. you fall in love with jabe straight away and then he just pulls them away from you i you know, know and he's that's such a what bastard, he isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't get time to mourn them you know it's just and i would say that is probably something the show is missing after rusty davis goes i'd mm. say from moffat right through to chibnall is is they don't have that ability to instantly create a character that you no. really love no no and no, he, he says, um, you know, the bit where, because I think the bit where you really fall for her is where Martha convinces her to swear. Yeah. And, and he went, I've got to tell you something, David Tennant. Sorry, it doesn't say David Tennant. It says David. <laughs> um, I've got to tell you something. But the joke came first, and then I put the chantho in afterwards. <laughs> and he went, and David Tennant went, oh, my God, it was so genius. He goes, I know, but I just wanted Martha to teach her to swear. <laughs> it's such a lovely scene, though, isn't it? And that's it. It's just it's it's just such a little, you know. The, they don't get much screen time, but in those few minutes that they do get the screen time, you see relationships being built, and you see that kind of that character building there. And it's just there's not much of it. There's, I mean, I say there's not much. There's not much screen time. Yeah. Um, but you see the characters, and you see the you know the building of the character. You believe Just in them, don't you? You do. I believe, believe the relationship it, yeah. took place before this story yeah. began. You know, yeah. And not, not every. I don't always believe. Sometimes I feel like characters are, are specifically built for the Doctor Who story they're in. You know, mm-hmm. whereas I mean, he says to her at one point, "Was it you want to drink?" And she goes, "Oh no, I'm, I'm all right drinking my own lactic fluid. Thank you very much." <laughs> and, and he sort of goes, Ugh, "Yes, well, that's enough <laughs> of that." And you're like, do you know what I mean? It feels like a real conversation, though. Yeah, you know? it does. Yeah, and you feel you and you feel like. 
she is you know I, I don't know how long do they do they say how long she's been with the professor for um I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It if they feels do like a that. long time. Doesn't it, it feels like a long time. They isn't they she the last? Like... She's the last because all yeah, the rest she's of the last. Yeah, yeah. Chose to chose to die. Yeah. Even that bit there. Do you know what? It's so full of little touches where Derek Kobe goes up to Jack and goes, "The Doctor." Yeah. And he's like, "No, it's me." <laughs> oh, good. Goes, oh man, this fantastic. And like you know, Derek Kobe is like an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. But he imbues so much warmth into mm-hmm. Yana and a yeah. sort of a weariness as well. Yeah, yeah. I just want to have a whole series with these people. I know. This does without spoiling it, is 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 it Chan Chan Chantho? Is it Chantho? Mm-hmm. Chantho. Is she in any of the um big finish no. audios? No. no. So they they mm. are set, I believe they're set after. No. They can't be said before. Oh, I can't remember. It's, mm. There's a, a wibbly wobbly timey wimey thing. Okay. Which makes it make sense. <laughs> but no, she's not in it. Uh, but he is. And he's fucking chilling as hell. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> I like wow. having an anti hero in charge of a series, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ava. Nah. Oh, God. Easily hand. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Apparently, that before this, every time they had the hand on, it was a special effects guy's hand that they'd modelled and oh, really? Tenner went look at the size of my hand it's that's <laughs> massive can you not do a sculpt of my hand please <laughs> so this is the first time it's a sculpt of his hand and he went oh, they wow. did it I went through the whole rigmarole put my hand in plaster of Paris and it still looked <laughs> bloody massive on screen anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh fantastic but this is all exposition isn't it you're talking about yeah um Christmas invasion mm-hmm in this point why do we need to know about the hand because jack's got it oh it's in the sound of drums isn't it yeah he uses the hand he he reveals the hand at the end of sound of drums i think does he use it to age him i can't remember now it's something there there is a reason i think so it's been it's been a while since i've seen the um the finale the two-part finale and that was a question actually that i was thought about earlier on is is this is this a a three-part finale or is it yes yeah it is isn't it i mean it's i've not... always watched it as a three-part yeah story. yeah you can't switch it off after this although we'll have to but, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I think you could absolutely watch utopia yeah and then watch sound of drums and last of the time as a separate yeah. thing mm-hmm. but you 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 can't watch i i, I think it's not it's more than just a prologue to it isn't it it's a, yeah. it's a it's a full it's an episode one of three. Which they've done a couple of times, haven't they? They yeah. Dear De- Darcy into Ascension of the Cybermen and Timeless Children. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What was the one in series nine uh, with the trap streets? Face, face, face the, the Raven. raven. Into yeah. Heaven Sent, into Helmet. Yeah. And it's like, it's the only chance we get to have that sort of six part classic mm-hmm. who length, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it does give you breadth of storytelling because this this is like in the far future then we have a then we have like a modern earth tale which is sort of like a spy thriller type tale Mm -hmm. and then it's uh like an alien invasion story like it's a lot there's a lot happening it is yeah it is and it's marvelous sorry okay what's happening now i've totally i'm so busy talking to you i've stopped looking at the screen he's talking about the uh the signal um that they discovered oh and talking about the utopia project the way he says 
come to utopia mm. Mm. sort of and longing it's so dark isn't it especially it's, as he thinks he thinks he's doing it for for the for the greater good <laughs> so what is it again yeah. it's a whole load of furnaces that they're going to end up in i believe so yeah i'll tell yeah. you what rusty davis might put on that demeanor of being this <laughs> jolly bloke he's dark as fuck isn't he he is <laughs> in the next story he wipes out 10 percent of the population <laughs> he's a, he's and, a naughty and he man does, he is and 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 even worse when you see the toclophane um it's not just a random guy or an adult that you saw in utopia it's the child yeah. you know <laughs> oh and it's that lovely child that won the competition yeah be <laughs> sorry little kid this is what you're going to turn into <laughs> oh it's very dark isn't it it is honestly i you know i love oh. chantho's little uh mandibles <laughs> the, yeah. the twitch on the side of her face she's good though i mean i, I love the makeup on her makeup is that prosthetics, prosthetics yeah, on her. It, it's really it's very memorable isn't it they did do there was a sort of a lot of comic looking monsters in the rusty davis time, yeah but you don't forget them no 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 you don't um i was never keen on the uh, the, the green cactus people oh yeah uh, <laughs> i can't remember what they're called now yeah is it the vin was it the vin vin vocci vocci yeah, yeah that's i it. mean i loved i loved banner banner Cafalata. i loved him oh and yeah. um, the red but, like Bye. you know if i said to you oh you know that fella that mark gase has played in the wedding of river song i can barely remember what he looks like mm. if i said to you the mocks of balhoon yeah 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 which you know, was years yeah. before you'd be like oh, yeah there's that funny little fella that melted in the chair with the enormous head <laughs> 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 or the slovene oh, I still love the slovene. <laughs> do you not think as well that Tennant and jacoby have fantastic chemistry yeah Absolutely, they do. And I, I was thinking about it the other day when I was rewatching this. And I thought I would love to have seen him kind of as much as I like John Sim. I would love to have seen it continue with Jacoby. That's know, not something you hear all the time, you know, about no, John you Sim. Don't. So you mm. quite like you quite like his master. I like I like him in the Sound of Drums, uh, and I do like him in Last of the Time Lords. I'm not keen on him in the End of Time um i think he's slightly over the top um with all well, the eating all, and the he's always you know, laughing his head off yeah yeah but i absolutely adored him in uh, capaldi's finale season 10 finale oh, i just can't up. believe he had the nerve to suggest that missy and john sims master were fucking i mean <laughs> i was like are we really going there in new who i know we brought in a lot of sex but honest to god Next thing you know, we're going to have all the doctors coming together in the panel of the doctor and have a, a group session. And no one wants to see that. Good grief. Oh, wow. Oh, so this seems vital, isn't it? Where she talks to the little kid because she's mm -hmm. the one that opens up the ball. Mm -hmm. And he says, doesn't he? This... filled with diamonds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. But you know what? I'd love to have played this, this character here, this woman with the teeth. Yeah. yeah all she's yeah. got to do is walk on the, on the set and look at the camera and go, <laughs> even i could do that yeah she's fantastic <laughs> so the suggestion here is obviously this is the master so the yana's mm -hmm. got the master's intellect and he's created this fantastic engine out of mm -hmm. food and paper clips and you know yeah. like he's on the set of blue peter yeah and it does look a bit rickety actually doesn't it <laughs> yeah it does this does feel very classic who doesn't it oh yeah i mean it, I, it's kind of a bit 
base under siege mm-hmm. a little bit, um, especially with the like I said before with the small sets. Um, it does kind of feel like it could be a, a Trouton story. Um, mm-hmm. I like I like stories that are, are in enclosed sets, uh, like Midnight. Um, you know, wonderful. you can't fault Midnight, can you? Oh, not at all. No, it's that's another no. one of my favourites. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of them are in this era, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> you can't be that disappointed in season five then of the classic series if you like a base under siege story. <laughs> Oh, I love I love season five, and we can see the majority of it now, which is oh, no, absolutely fantastic. If you don't dislike doing this too much, I might have to get you back to do one of those. I've hardly touched it. Oh yeah, yeah. But I th- but I think I think season five works better when you dip in to the yes. stories rather than watching it in a marathon. Very repetitive, isn't it? When you yeah. watch it one after another. I actually found that when I when I did uh, when I did my last marathon a few years ago now, um, watching everything in order it got to some point around the, the Troughton run probably in season five getting towards uh, season six where I was like mm, I'm ready for this to I'm ready for Pertwee now um, and that's awful because I think the stories are absolutely fantastic I think they're but I think it works better when you you know dip in and out of them mm. and mix them up with other doctor stories because they do get a bit samey I think uh, Doctor Who runs to a formula for a lot of its classic run, depending the producer that's in or the creative team that are making that particular season. Mm-hmm. Like, you know kind of what you're going to get with Hinchcliffe, don't you? Mm-hmm. You yeah. kind of know what you're going to get with Barry Letts and Terra Sticks. It's why people have a bit of trouble with um, 15, I think, because then mm-hmm. you go from Horror of Bang Rock to Invisible Enemy to yeah. Image of the Fendal to the Sunmakers, and you're yeah. tonally, it's like, well, what's yeah. going on? You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm bouncing between comedy and horror every five minutes. Yeah, here. yeah. which is, I think is what the new series does better. I think that bounces from yes. one yeah. thing, thing to another. It's never, it's never. The series now is never samey. I don't think. I don't think. I think every story is different. The eighties did uh, diversity i think really well as well like different kinds mm-hmm. of stories but yeah. unfortunately the quality was very diverse from story to story as well so mm-hmm. you, you never quite knew if you're going to get a dud or a classic yeah very yeah. often back to back yeah <laughs> <laughs> did you see that bit there where they're talking oh well, this is the, the wonderful bit when she's teaching her how to swear yeah. but, but where she said oh you you know you fancy the professor don't you and they've got a shared thing there because obviously yeah, she fancies the yeah. it's so nice i know and i just want to see more of i want i want to see more of their relationship um yeah, did I, you recognize her in turn left yes Keep yeah she's job. in the yeah she's in the marketplace isn't she uh with the when she speaks to donna that's all right, yeah. Start of the episode, well, she yeah. Goes, oh, yes, you are fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> in the beginning. I may just have been cancelled there, you know, Jim, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how she says it, though. Exactly. Okay. Um, but at the end of this, you know, she took off all those prosthetics and things, and she went up to David Tennant, and she went, David, hi! And he's like, who are you? <laughs> he didn't have a clue who she was. Oh, I thought Bless you were blue. You know? <laughs> So this guy who goes into the chamber, mm. he he burns up inside his suit, doesn't he? It's um, grisly, isn't he? Turns into sort of yeah. coloured paper. <laughs> but why doesn't I know Jack can't die? But when Jack does it later on, why doesn't he? Why don't we see him burning up? I know, well, you know logistically, we can't see him burn into a pile of ashes and then 
come back together or anything. But why doesn't that happen? That's an extremely good question that I'm <laughs> rather hoping. I think Rusty Davis is hoping you're not thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just enjoying the great acting between David Tennant and John Barrowman. <laughs> I think yeah, uh, suitably distracted. He thinks through his scripts far more than people give him credit for. Rusty yeah, Davis. he does. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that one did rather slip him by. Mm. You see that incredible shot of like the enormous uh, rocket engine, you know, the yeah. jet above him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I never noticed that before no, until I... um, until the other night when I watched it. I didn't notice that the the rocket engines before. See, I never noticed until just then. So um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a revelation to me. <laughs> Actually, that is one thing about Doctor Who, isn't it? And I think it's one of the reasons why we go back, apart from it being comfort watching, mm. is you do see different things. Oh, absolutely. Time. Like initially for this, it's just a thrill ride, isn't it? You're like, you're loving oh, yeah. the, the references and the master and the energy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you miss a lot of what else is going on in the background because you're so, you're so caught up with, with that actual energy and the scene that's playing out in front of you that you miss all the little things in the background. Well, like um, David Tennant was saying, you know, all the families that you see sort of in the corridor, like mm, yeah. the props department made it. So each family area was distinctive with with like oh, details wow. that were unique to that family and he goes oh he goes you can't you, the camera's going so fast down there you don't notice any of it <laughs> but they were still they were putting in oh yeah look at that his yeah, face just yeah. burst <laughs> <laughs> this is what radiation does to your kids <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh did you see that there now she just threw away that sparking wire mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is showing that those those come loose and they spark up and that's important later on. Boy, yeah. is that important later on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Am I seeing Freem Rajman and John Barrowman getting off there? What's going on? <laughs> it's, it's his line when he wakes up, uh, when he comes back to life. Was somebody kissing me? <laughs> I know. Do you know what? Do you know what's aged so badly though? Obviously, in the in the wake of revelations about John Barrowman's behaviour, is that his character then flirts with every single person in every single yes. story. And you're going, oh no, you know, every time. Yeah, it's a little bit, um, yeah. But it was so refreshing at the time, it especially was. that it was for men and women, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, I absolutely loved Jack. Absolutely. Oh my God, did you hear that? He goes, oh, what? Yeah, but it doesn't affect <laughs> your clothes. Why are you taking it off? Oh, I look good, <laughs> don't I? <laughs> That'll sound a little bit like me, if I'm honest. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually, I am speaking absolutely genuinely when I say I think this is one of the best acted scenes in this season mm. between mm. the two of them. And it's because David Tennant's allowed to be completely understated. Yeah. And a bit sort of frightening and a yeah. bit flirty as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I do love, I do love it when Tennant goes a little bit darker, a little bit, darker but a bit quieter um because yeah, I agree. tenant is not my new he's not he's not my favorite new series doctor um i absolutely love him who um, is and I, it's, it's capaldi oh i thought you were gonna say matt smith then and we're gonna have to have a punch up no um i i mean i like matt i do like matt um, i do too really he's just my least favorite that's all yeah yeah he's he's um yeah but i think uh, yeah capaldi there was something about him. I don't know if it was because I was excited that we we finally got an older doctor again. Yeah. Um, but he's just there's something different about Capaldi. Um, Capaldi Tennant, could have strided through the classic series without changing a thing. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, but Tennant, I love it when when he gets a little bit, little bit darker. I I love his character in Broadchurch. I don't know if you've ever seen if oh, you've seen Broadchurch. It's a fantastic before. turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I'm not basically he just gets to act, like doesn't that. he? Yeah, he He's does. Not yeah. Works and charisma. He's just acting <laughs> yeah. all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and of course, I can see, <clears throat> I can see why he he's kind of the, the public fell in love with him you know and that's great and that's what it sh- that's what should have happened and that's that's what did happen um but i still would have loved to have seen a more slightly of more bitter not bitter that's not the right word is it but a, a, a slightly yeah a quieter it's what makes episodes like midnight so amazing when he's out yeah. of control and yeah. he loses control of the crowd and and even like um waters of mars at yeah. the end where like he's so fucking arrogant he's bought into his own myth and thinks that the yeah. rules are off and i can do what i like you know yeah yeah i love absolutely all that. love it i mean i mean that was the point where i'm like no you've got to go now like you yeah. are, david Tennant, you are bought into your own myth here yeah. you've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> i can do anything <laughs> oh my god you see that jacoby's got a tear going down his face mm. there when mm. when he's looking at the tardis yeah i just got chills the first time with all this playing out and and this is really it isn't it where it really starts to build you're kind of he's listening in the background to them um and you're getting all the kind of the exposition of what happened and the bit that killed me was when roger delgado comes in going and you will surrender your power to me yeah i I know who he is Because we didn't, we didn't get kind of flashbacks to, and it's, and it's a sound clip, but we didn't get flashbacks to the classic series really at this point. Um, so to hear Roger Delgado before the Moffat's time, Jesus Christ, every five yeah. minutes we get <laughs> a flashback to something. <laughs> no, I mean I won't pretend I didn't love it every time, but yeah. well, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, but I, I, I sorry, go on. I was just going to say, I, I hear they wanted to um, have a clip of Eric Roberts, but Fox wouldn't allow them to oh, to do it, and he was imagine. fine. With it. I yeah. always dress for oh, the occasion. Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be amazing. I'm not sure. Might cut the tension a little bit, you know. <laughs> 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 it would have been great. What line though? What line? No, I don't. I don't know. He uh, went. He went he this could. is an ambulance. <laughs> 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 Sorry like that. Oh, I do know what I love that movie so much. Oh, I do. I do. Oh, wow. My I, would... I watched that on a bloody loop, you know. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, I was 14 when that came out and I was the only Doctor Who fan in the school. Oh, wow. And I ran around the school telling people how awesome it was and how fantastic it was and nobody was interested. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? My, I um, my other half loves that so much. I got Daphne Ashbrook to do one of those cameo things for him. Oh wow! Oh man, she was amazing. <laughs> She's there going, "Hi, Mark." You know, <laughs> I love the TV movie. It all came together. It was amazing. I wish you'd have gone to see it. Oh, it's just wonderful. Oh wow! Sorry. Oh, here I'm we totally go. Totally taken away from Derek Jacoby's acting, talking oh. about Daphne Ashbrook doing a cameo. And, and and what I love about this is it's kind of like Martha's sort of excitement at seeing that and how she, she seems kind of excited to tell the doctor that oh my god there might be another one of your people here yeah but he's like mm, yeah 
Well, and, could, who, <laughs> well, and also as well, but we've had enough. We've had what, two and a half seasons now of you're the last of your kind. Yeah. We've had a hint of you're not alone. It's the perfect time to hit with this now. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. And it's who else was it going to be? Who the hell else was he going to be? Oh, you know what else he does that's so sneaky is he gives another reason. I mean, human nature deserves to exist just because it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. obviously it also exists to make this twist last. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And look at what we've got from this as well, from from human nature. We've we've got this and then we've got um, <clears throat> we've got the Ruth Doctor. Oh, come on. Did you do an episode? I mean, I won't say that, you know, I could just say a lot that Chris Chibnall does cherry pick the best of this era Mm -hmm. because he does. But yeah, he always pulls it off well. He does. He absolutely does. He does it in the right way. (laughs) He's he's much underrated, I feel. I don't know where you land with Chibnall, but I feel like he is underrated. I'm I'm a big fan of his era. Um, I can see its faults, Mm. but, uh, but I'm the sort of person who sees the. The, I try to see the good in ev- in in every episode, you know. Oh, so Jim. I try to. You can come back on this thing anytime you like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I love it, and and you know, G- um, the, the Chibnall era has been there through a lot of uh, a lot of very different parts of my life. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm quite. Um, I'm 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 not looking forward to the Chibnall era ending. To be fair, um, I've really enjoyed it, and Flux just topped it off for me. Um, I absolutely adored Flux. So um, did I. Oh, it was word. just the best thing in the world. And maybe I'm in the minority, but I I adore the Timeless Children as well. Oh, my good grief. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. Fraser Gregory is going to invite you out for a pint, I think. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I, I, uh, there's a lot of times <coughs> I like. There's a few things I don't, but yeah. I, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, but I will definitely say the big hissing moments of Chibnall's time are generally redone expertly well moments from yes. this time. Yeah, absolutely. And why not? He's looking back to what worked and gone, do you know what? That worked. I'm going to do it yeah. and I'm going to do it even better. Yeah. If I can. Oh, my God. Here we go. Delgado. Oh, it's... the watch is about to open. Oh. Look at his look at his face there. It's just. Do you think she's going to open thing... the watch in that last episode? What, Jody? Mm. Yeah, I think it, it would be a rather dangling plot point if she doesn't. Yeah, because I don't. I don't think Russell's going to pick up any of the threads. No, from the era. not even the timeless children or any no. of it. No, Do you know. I don't think. I don't think you pick up any of it. Oh man, um, the direction okay. here, the music, and you know it takes an actor of some skill to, uh, you know, to go from being very good to very evil just with the eyes. Yeah. I think I'm getting, I'm getting chills watching it now. Oh yeah, the face, the, of, the face of Bo saying you are not alone, and the rockets going up. Yeah. I mean, it's all happening at once, you know. Yeah, it's like he's paced this episode so well. It's like all the excitement's going to hit you in one moment. Yeah. And here we go. The turn to the camera. I mean, this is iconic, isn't it? This. Yeah. Uh, look at his eyes. He's gonna. He's oh, gone. <laughs> and the professor is just gone. Yeah, and you know how he plays the bit in a minute. I think it is one of the most sort of adult performances when he's going the professor. You yeah. know, and then he has that line. Um, oh, now I can say I was provoked. Mm, he's essentially yeah. saying, I was going to kill you anyway, but yeah. now I can say I had a reason. 
That is yeah. so scary. It's cruel, isn't it? It's horrible. And she's so nice. I know. And what Graham Harper does that I think is absolutely genius is he's got her holding the gun and that strobe light going off in her face. So you just see flickers of her fear. Yeah. Yeah. As she's sort of trying to go into the shadows and you just keep seeing how, how afraid yeah. she is as he comes towards her with the, oh, it's horrific. And the desperation as well. In you know, the, this person that she's fallen in love with is gone. Totally gone. Yeah. Terrible man, Rusty Davis. All right. <laughs> Killing off these people. <laughs> Honestly, Linda with a Y, yeah, Chantho, but 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 it happens with uh, with Joan as well, doesn't it? Um, in yeah. Family of Blood, she loses him. Oh my god, I'm absolutely riveted watching this now. Oh, plus they're doing a ton of running down corridors, so I'm getting yeah. absolute Peter Davison vibes here. Yeah, <laughs> I think this is this and the Impossible Planet. Oh, and maybe silence in the library they're the three that feel most like classic doctor who to me yes for, for yeah. various reasons yeah i agree i agree but this is like classic doctor who with new series energy yeah and and this this as well he's so cruel to her you with your chans and your those it's like you, yeah. you, you can't just kill her you need to put her down as well <laughs> you know and he goes, what is it? The professor was uh, an invention so perfect that yeah. I even forgot that, you know, I did it to myself. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, you know this bit here where he goes, I am the master. Yeah. Well, he said, you know, Russell Davis goes, he shouldn't have really said that then. Really, <laughs> the first time you should hear that he's the master is when David Tennant says it in one of the mm -hmm. last scenes. And he goes, but then I realised... That David Derek Jacoby would never get to say, I am the master. <laughs> and he had an argument oh, with Julie Gardner, who was going, No, David Tennant's got to say it. And he's going, No, the fanboy rules. He's going to say it. <laughs> and so it was him. Good old Russell. That shot yeah. through the glass. I think uh, that's one of his signature shots, Graham Harper, is that he goes through mm. glass or a screen yeah. once mm. in every one of his episodes. I yeah. can't tell you what the others were, but I have heard that. Yeah. There's just so much energy here, isn't it? And then yeah. we've we've had that whole transformation from him to the master, and then that's beaten by <laughs> this fucking chilling regeneration in the tower. Yeah, the scream. Oh, it's awful. And he's kind of like smiling, isn't he, as well as yeah. the energy's coming out. You can't. I I love the fact that he 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 locks the door by just. <laughs> <laughs> Russell T Davis <laughs> and David Tennant laugh their heads off going can you believe that's how he stopped him getting in <laughs> Russell T Davis is laughing and going I can't believe we got away with it <laughs> it's just such a Doctor Who thing though isn't it <laughs> but also like I we haven't really mentioned much of Murray Gold we did at the beginning but mm. his music in the last 10 minutes oh yeah is that kind of I'm not going to do it but that kind of <laughs> Yeah, that's really great. See, I'm glad to know we're on the same page here oh, with yeah. the music. Oof. And then the music now sort of going, dun 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 Oh man. Sorry, I'm getting very excited here. You need to calm down. I'm about to go to bed tonight, I'll say. Oh, dear, oh wow. dear. 
look at that that energy and it's yeah. it's have you noticed it's darker than when eccleston turned into yeah Helen. that was all sort of you know angelic light yeah yeah oh what about the windows the tardis windows yeah and it's the it's the eyes john sims eyes as well the continue you know the, the the kind of the regeneration energy in his eyes as well I've heard very cruel people say that John Sim gives his best performance in this last scene, and then after that, it's all downhill from there. I don't agree <laughs> with that. Don't get me wrong. No, no. Do you I, know what? I... I worked in a nursery once, right, for about a year. And as you can imagine, the kids adored me. Um, <laughs> but there was this one kid there who I thought was absolutely psychotic. And <laughs> was all manic energy and practical <laughs> jokes and quite violent. Mm -hmm. I swear to God, that's who John uh, Sim <laughs> based his master on because he really yeah. reminds me of that little kid yeah and he's completely different now you see what i liked about this is that for a long time um i'd only seen what delgado and ainley and mm -hmm. eric roberts um and i'd always imagined that the master should be a you know a, a dark-haired bearded man um and it wasn't until i saw jacoby and then john sim that thought, doesn't have to be that you know it's it, 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 he is a time lord like the doctor he can look and he can be any way that they want him to be um so you know really since since this we've we've had so many different kind of versions of the master um do you not think though in the new series they do such a good job of paralleling sort of the master and the doctor as like yeah. or or doing the polar opposite it's always such a great pairing um, oh yeah sim and tenon oh, hang on let me get to it gomez and capaldi yeah yeah and dewan and jody whittaker yeah yeah They're and it just perfect. fizzles it fizzles every single yeah. time oh it ended and it's finished yeah what happened there at the end uh, they were stuck uh, trying to hold the door closed as the future kind were trying to get in. And oh, the right. TARDIS is gone. <laughs> Julie Gardner was pissed at the end when she read this script and she said, look, I need to know, how do I get out of it? And <laughs> Rusty Davis goes, oh, you know, he just zapped Jack's Vortex Manipulator and off they went. He went she went, oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> Are you really going to go with that? You know, like, <laughs> honestly, God. Yeah, but you don't want to waste time trying to resolve a cliffhanger, do you? The, 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 the better cliffhangers are the ones that you, you kind of, you put in that jeopardy and then it's resolved, I think, because you just don't want to be stuck hanging around trying to solve something when you need to get on with the rest of the story or the next story, rather. Well, I'm going to steal uh, observation from my good friend Nathan Bosley from Flight for Entirety. But the genius of this cliffhanger is that John Sim now transports back to the end of Series 2 and, <laughs> and is present throughout the whole of Series 3 that we've already watched <laughs> manipulating all the events. Which I think is just genius, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's it's out wow. Moffat in Moffat before Moffat came along, you know? <laughs> That's wonderful. Wow. Actually, do you know, like, um, you know, we said there's the the sort of three-parter with Face the Raven mm -hmm. into, oh, good grief, Heaven Sent. Yeah. And, oh, good grief, help me out here, the Jodie Whittaker one. Oh, um, the Diodati. Into Essential Assignment. And I think they are all very good sort of third from the end episodes mm -hmm. that lead in well. I don't think 
they're as exciting as this. I don't think you're no. de- desperate to see the next no, one. No, 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 you're not. No, absolutely, you're not. Um, do you think? I think I probably know the answer. Um, but do you think um, the master reveal was done better in this or in Spyfall Part One? Because I had no interest with Spyfall Part One. You know what? If you'd have asked me last week. I'd have said Spyfall. Mm-hmm. Revisiting it this week. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's a hard call. I'd probably say this by like a, a millimeter. Mm, yeah, because I, I think, think that cliffhanger in Spyfall is sublime. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I, I had no idea. Um, again, I think I had an inkling that the master was going to be in this. Um, so it's so it, it, but the execution of it is probably better in this episode than in Spyfall. I think I was Spyfall so... it was more of a surprise for me. Yeah, for me, I, I, I jumped <clears throat> out of my seat and punched the air when mm. the reveal came in Spyfall because yeah. Duan was so convincing. Yeah. As o. And I yeah, was like, yeah. man, oh man. This guy's lovely, and he's super yeah. hot. I hope he goes. <laughs> you know, he's going to go with him. And I know the yeah, TARDIS I is already to crowded. Yeah, yeah, get rid of that free, and let's have such a demand in the And then all of a sudden, I mean, I've got a bit of an unfair question for you. Um, okay. Before we go into our reasons as to why, to, I mean, mm-hmm. we've given a million reasons to recommend this, but um, do you imagine that John Sims Master would do a better job in government than Liz Truss? <laughs> <laughs> Well, judging by what's happening at the moment, um, I think <laughs> yes. he may well do, yeah. I mean, have you seen who she's got in key positions? If she, if he just did that and gassed them all like he does in Sound of Drums, that'd be a start, <laughs> wouldn't it? I'm not advocating for the death penalty of the current UK government. That's a bit extreme, but um, sorry, I was being facetious. I was being facetious. Um, so come on then. Three reasons, as I may I say as well, he did extremely well in that commentary. What were you worrying about? Uh, nothing, obviously. <laughs> okay. Talk about Doctor Who is the easiest thing in the world. Um, okay, three reasons, one apiece. You, then me. Let's okay. go. Um, well, I'm going to have to go with Derek Jacoby. <laughs> oh, God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> He's... Um, he doesn't, you know, he, he makes an absolutely wonderful Professor Yana um, and then totally turns and becomes an absolutely fantastic master for however many minutes we saw him. Um, he, he makes the character his own, both characters, um, and the fact that you can play two characters in one story is absolutely amazing. The fact that he's that memorable with that mm-hmm. little screen time as the master. Yeah. You know. I had to sacrifice yeah. a couple of those Anthony Ailey stories, you know, to have a bit more Derek Jacoby. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay, well, I'm going to say uh, all the classic series elements mm-hmm. that are in play with this. And I know Rusty Davis was wincing a little bit as he was writing it because he knew it was leaning a bit too much into the classic series. The quarry, the end of humanity, like the high concept in, you know, in three rooms mm-hmm. with, with a tiny cast um i am a huge fan of classic who so yep. when the new series leads into that i am beguiled yeah absolutely um i think i will go for probably the return of jack um nice. because it's something that we 
wanted, we'd been waiting for, or I'd been waiting for since the end of series, series one. Um, and um, and it was built up a, a little bit in Torchwood. Um, and um, just getting him back there and taking him out of that kind of really kind of gloomy <laughs> series one of Torchwood and um, putting him back into Doctor Who where the character clearly suits it suits Doctor Who better the character because he's fun and Torchwood wasn't always fun um, in the first I, series at least yeah, I love Children of Earth but that ending oh, yeah. where they made him oh. kill his nephew yeah I, what was yeah. that all about yeah a little bit too dark grim. I mean I don't mind dark <laughs> that is dark as you know my nephews annoy me but yeah I, don't know, I wouldn't hook them up and, and murder them just like well maybe to save you oh sorry I hope they don't listen to this um <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't he doesn't he slot brilliantly with the uh tenant and adjutant as well baron does. he does and i wish we we could have seen a little bit more of that because we we don't and we, we see them go into the the next two episodes and i absolutely love the sound of drums where where it's the three of them and mm. they're, they're walking the streets and they're, they're kind of just trying to hide hide out i love that um you know, I hate but to say it, but BBC to... iPlayers kept playing this, you know. They're oh, currently really? in Martha's flat right now in the sound of drums. Oh, wow. <laughs> that bomb's about to go off. And they're about to go wow, on the run. we're at stage already. <laughs> I know. Well, we've been talking for a bit, you know, since this ended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would have I loved to have seen um, some, some episodes, standard episodes with, with that team. I would have loved to have seen that. That's a brilliant one. Okay, well, well, I'm going to go next then. Oh, of course. I'm, I mean, I bang on about the direction quite a lot in this. But Graham Harper is the best. I don't think mm -hmm. he's one of the best. I think he is the best. For his mm -hmm. two from Classic and the ones he did in new series, I just don't think there's anyone finer. In terms of, like, kinetic energy yeah. and momentum and for making members... Like, those scenes, like... Rose hanging on to the lever at the end of Doomsday, yeah. yeah, or I don't know the Doctor's fake regeneration in the Stolen Earth, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or oh those disgusting zombies puking out water in. Yeah. I mean, you just remember his episodes. You do, yeah. And I, I, I would love to have seen him do more in, in the new series as well. Like you know, now episodes now, um, maybe some of the Moffat episodes, um, but. Did you not hear? I think that uh, Graham Harper said there was somebody he wouldn't work with in, oh. and I, I, well, he stopped making them when Moffat joined. I don't know if that's the case. Oh. I think it's a strange time to lose the best director the show's yeah. got. Yeah. I don't know. I might just make that up, you know. Mm. It's good to have a bit of gossip, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's a load of bullshit. Okay. Well, hang on. Is that we done three each? Or is that two? No, I don't think I've I've got one more. Oh, off you go. We've both got one more. Okay. <laughs> um, I will have to say the music. Mm. Um because I've not I'm not going back on myself <laughs> because I love Maury Gold's music. Mm. Um however, it's not it doesn't always it doesn't always land for me, uh, the music. Um I think sometimes it's a little bit too bombastic in scenes with doesn't need to be bombastic however it works in this episode it works what it works with the acting it works with the 
visuals, it works with the direction. I think it's absolutely spot on in this episode. Um, yeah, I know we, we spoke before about music telling you how to feel, but this really does work without... Yeah. without you know what I'm saying? I, I, don't, <laughs> yeah. well, I, I think Akinola can... In series 12, I think he really upped his game. Mm. And in episodes like Spyfall, like mm. he added energy with his music. In yeah. 11, it was all a bit ambient and a bit yes. quiet. And I was like, well, where's all the pace gone in this show? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. I think Gold was probably at his worst when he was doing comedy music. It's like, yeah. Yeah, remember, kids, you've got to laugh at this point. And when yeah. Matt Smith walks into a tree and it goes, dum, 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 you know? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, kind of stuff. but in this story, it just works. It works. Okay, then my third one is going to be. Oh my god, I'm stumped. Hang on. God, I don't know if this has ever happened before. <laughs> Looking at your pretty face. Hang on. Um, <laughs> let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. You've said Derek Jacoby, haven't you? Oh my god. I mean, how could I forget the gorgeous Chantho? Yeah. Who is like a one shot alien. Mm -hmm. characterized absolutely brilliant played to perfection funny mm -hmm. charming and murdered in the most obscene manner possible <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah, just a great she's character fantastic. and, and it exemplifies rusty davis's enormous talent in capturing like a vivid character economically mm -hmm. so quickly yeah yeah he's she's yeah fantastic well jim uh that was your first commentary. How, how'd it go? I really enjoyed it. Well, you have Absolutely to enjoyed it. I'm so sorry about that. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's been fantastic. Been wanting to do one for a while, but I never had the kind of uh, the, the guts to say, yeah, let me do one. <laughs> so I'm glad you asked me. Oh, okay, so like come one, come all on this podcast, you know. It's like, <laughs> well, I think that should be the way, you know, like everyone, everyone's got an opinion. Everyone should have a say. Mm -hmm. And may I say, I think you've got a fabulous voice. You should be a DJ, you know. Do you reckon? I do. I do. <laughs> um, but can I ask you where, where we're going next? Because this has already been determined. Yes. Uh, we are going to watch a Jody episode. Um, and we are going to watch uh, Can You Hear Me? Joe, I'm surprised you, because I threw Rosa at you, Punjab, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Revolution of the Daleks, and you chose Can You Hear Me? That's a little yeah. spoiler for the next recording. Can you please tell me why? Uh, well, to be fair, I, I, I did, I was going to pick It Takes You it takes you Away to start with, um, um, but then Can You Hear Me? Because it's it's a story that when I watched it, um, it, it kind of affected me quite deep. Man, it didn't affect me deeply, but it, a lot of the things in it, elements in it resonated with me. Um, you know, talking about mental health issues and things like that. Um, and I've been through a little bit of that. Um, so I, I felt it was the, the, the right one to do out of, out of that um you and me might be kindred spirits in in that <laughs> respect speaking of somebody who's battled with mental health like my entire mm. life uh that i thought that was a really mature take on within the doctor who format yeah and yeah you know that bit at the end that everyone seems to criticize where yeah. graham talks to the doctor mm -hmm. i think that is beautifully judged 
I don't know, maybe you might you might disagree and I think it's all kind of subjective on people's own experiences but yeah. I've experienced that when I've tried to talk to people about yeah. mental health issues and things like that yeah. oh absolutely and and yeah I'm, I'm the sort of person who um I I often struggle to talk about my feelings um not so much now I'm a little bit better now but uh you know I've I've always been you know, somebody, if somebody, if somebody came to speak to me and they, you know, they said that they would, they, they somebody had died or that they had an illness or something, I don't know. I mean, just recently, um, a, a friend of mine has, has told me that they've, they've got cancer and I don't know how to react to that. Mm. Um, how are you supposed to react can to you say? Like yeah, that, you what, what, yeah. What can you, what can you do? Beyond the uh, platitude of care. To, yeah. How can you possibly absorb that and then yeah. say something that is the solution to that? Yeah, yeah. For for me, it was just a bit. It was a bit like, okay. Um, oh, I hope you okay if you yeah. talk about it. Which is know, what she does in that episode, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think so... I think everybody expects the doctor to have all the answers, and I mm. think it's just realistic that yeah she doesn't. You know, yeah, yeah. But um, as well, like it's one of those episodes where they absolutely use all the regulars brilliantly mm. yes and it has that wonderful sequence you know that animated sequence yes i think that's incredible as well yeah that was amazing when i first saw that plus you know i'll ask you one more question before we go it may yeah. chill your blood but what on earth would you do if you fell asleep at night and you woke up and in the moonlight coming through your window is that old git standing <laughs> there with his fingers hanging off his hands <laughs> i mean that's fucking chilling isn't it it's terrifying I, I couldn't believe that was that was on at seven o'clock on on a sunday evening was it seven o'clock well, the little kitty wings watching evening. that you know yeah. <laughs> like, jesus this is something Christ. Of a horror film <laughs> I know. and you know it's one of the very few times as well where a woman both directs and writes the episode mm. too yeah yeah it's criminally underrated can you hear me oh yeah it is it is i i, I did a big jody rewatch um uh, earlier in the year i rewatched everything and um i forgot how much i enjoyed the episode um and i think also a lot a lot of the the chibnall episodes um are, are better watched outside of the hype so yeah for each sure. episode you, you wound up ready for oh, what's gonna happen this time what's gonna happen? and i think that's what happened with a lot of series 11 uh see yeah series 11 um where people was so hyped for each episode and then people came away disappointed because it was it was they were quieter episodes um whereas i think now a lot of series 11 has been reappraised by people i'm because, hearing it a lot yeah yeah it's not it's not in that cloud of you know of of, of hype where you think every episode has to be a big blockbuster you know. Well, do you know what's even worse? It was after 11 hit and there was a bit of a muted reaction to it. So then with 12, that sort of, you know, cancellation anxiety hit. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, you know, the ratings are down, blah, blah, blah. So then it was more important than ever that every episode had to be the, yeah. the best thing ever. And that's just not how it works, you know? No, no, it doesn't have to be you like back, that. Like you say, later and you see mm. the layers and the mm. things that they're putting into it, the thought and the yeah. smarts and the visuals and the performance. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a goodie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to, to doing it as well. Well, listen, Jim, you're an absolutely charming man and it's been a wonderful <laughs> evening talking with you. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Thank you very much for inviting me on, Joe.
And let's just say until next time. Until next time. Bye-bye.